the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Twelve twenty KDOW presents Rob Black in Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the twenty first century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Good morning and welcome in to Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. How are you? Happy March 28th. Nine months till Christmas. I can use a little Christmas music. A little Charlie Brown, Lulu, 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 Lulu. Not asking for too much. Um, welcome into the show. It's your money. I love those little. Charlie Brown boys and girls and their cute peanuts little noses. Although if you've ever been to Santa Rosa, it's a little overdone. I like Charles Schultz. A friend of mine actually cuts the yard for Jeannie Schultz. I know you're saying that is a small degree away from Kevin Bacon, probably. That's probably ultimately fair. Anyway, how are you today? Um, where do you want to go with the money show? 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Let's take a quick look at the market numbers. and I've got the ultimate tell. I've got someone who emails me and he says, uh, gold's going a lot higher. A lot higher. I see gold at 3000 and says the Dow does nothing. I'm like, Dow pays dividends. No one owns the Dow. People own the Russell... 3,000 more so, the wills for 5,000. Anyway, uh, Steve in San Francisco, you are a lunatic. There's a very good chance that if police ever pull you over that they're going to find weapons and like lock you away because people get too caught up in being right. S&P 500's up fractions today. Dow's up 18, the Nasdaq's down 1. I don't think I heard any market numbers there. Okay, I did hear market numbers. Euro is sitting uh, pretty flat. Euro is something I'm paying attention to because it seems as if we get some bad news in Europe, that might be our play on gold or not gold, or that might be our play on the markets or not markets. Pinnacle Foods, publicly traded company today. You're saying, who's Pinnacle Foods? Um, They're just, they're in the grocery store. So they're frozen vegetables. They're pickles. Who wants to own 
a food company. That's the beauty of Wall Street is you become an owner of a company. You're entitled to the profits if they pay dividends. You're entitled to the growth of the company if they open new markets or new product. So Pinnacle Foods is something that everyone of us can understand. They manufacture, they market, they distribute. Bird's Eye, Duncan Hines. You can go across the street today and get an everything bunt cake. And good God, are they delicious. Or you can go to your grocery store and pick up a Duncan Hines red velvet cupcake batter mix. And for the price of one nothing but cake, you can make your own box of them. So Pinnacle Foods is Duncan Hines. They're frostings. They're baking mixes. There's bird's eyes, frozen food. Basically United States retailer play. They're in Walmart. They just did an IPO, the third biggest IPO of the year. S&P 500 is flirting. It is so close to its record high. Do I really care? I don't, because I don't even own any S&P 500. Hey, way to look, New Jersey. Straight from Jersey Shore, CFP Chad Burton in his workout gear. I like it. Just throw, throw a little hello. Hey, Rob. <laughs> You know you've given up when you're basically work, you wearing workout clothes all day long. <laughs> right? Especially if they're Lululemon see-through ones. Oh, I like Lululemons. That's not giving up. That's stylish. Hot That's yoga, a $90 hot top. yoga class isn't going to be the same next week. You know, did you hear about Lululemon and how they're having a little controversy right now? Besides the see-throughs? The see-through is to prove that it's see-through. You have to wear it in the store and bend over so they could see the, the sheerness of it. Right. That's not a cool test. <laughs> You know, it's just not right. It's especially if you're a dude. And you're like, oh, can you bend over? That's <laughs> here. <laughs> nobody, back, nobody back for you, right? I'm just gonna leave now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You walked into something today. I don't know what happened. So anyway, um, Pinnacle Foods. You ever had uh, bird's eye frozen food? Probably. I mean, it's not one that rings a bell like it's branded in my brain. You don't know bird's eye? It's got a big crow on the box. No. So you and I are like a different generation. Maybe I was a latchkey kid or something. Is it more of a East Coast thing? It's a frozen food thing. Yeah. So frozen vegetables? It's definitely a latchkey kid. Okay. Well, that's all I got for you. You grew up strong and proud, right? Something like that. So Cyprus is reopening their banks under very tight restrictions. Um, Cyprus, not that important. And for those of you who think that it is important, what's happening in Europe is a... 10-year play of what happened in the United States in a three-year play. It's just kicking the can down the road, stretching out the time that allows banks to fix their problems, and they will. The one area of investing that I'm avoiding right now, banks that have got exposure to Europe. Best stock of the, of the year last year, Bank of Santander. Like, you kind of get the concept that it's dangerous, and you want to stay away from danger, but there's too much blindness. There's not enough see-through, per se, in my opinion. I think uh, the, the thing that's important about Cyprus, Rob, because I disagree oh. with a little bit, is the precedence that it's setting. Yeah. And this whole... And what is this precedence that we speak of? That they're not going to hurt bondholders, but now they're hurting depositors. Okay. That's, that's ridiculous. I mean, you go... I mean, of course these people knew that they were depositing money in Cyprus banks, which overloaded on Greek debt. 
it wasn't a secret. So that's why it's happening in Cyprus, because people knew they were depositing a lot of money in a bank that was not sound. But at the same time, this whole situation that's going on around the world, um, bondholders are not really getting dinged. It's to go after the depositors, that's going to cause riots. And it's okay in countries the size of Cyprus. Cyprus may be small in terms of where their financial institution reaches. That's that's what we don't know yet. Right. Anyhow, Decker's outdoor rallying five percent today. Jeffrey's up the price target on it. BlackBerry up two point six percent. I can't believe it. Why anyone cares about BlackBerry? Two areas that have underperformed the stock market in the first quarter: technology stocks and financial stocks. And I like for the rest of the year technology stocks and financial stocks. I'm a little bit worried about transports. They've had a big run. But again, that's short-term, and I don't like talking short-term. What's interesting, if you take out Apple from some of the technology funds, technology stocks have actually done fairly well. Intel hasn't. Red Hat hasn't. Yep. Um, Cisco hasn't. Like, There's a lot of tech companies that have, have pretty much so underperformed in the first quarter comparatively to their indices. And at the same time, some of the dividend-focused ETFs, some of the stuff that we talked about last night, have outperformed the S&P 500. Wildly. Yeah, 10, so to 12, 10 to 12% in the first quarter. So what's that say? What, what, what should people think when they see that? Take a little profit from one area, oh, redeploy good God. it to others. You're, you're giving me a headache. Thinking on Thursday before Good Friday? <laughs> Not going to happen. Good Friday to you. Chad and I will be doing a Wealth Reservation Retirement Planning event tonight, Great America Parkway, at the Tech Mart. We've never done a Thursday night event at the Tech Mart for years and years and years. Playing it's my band. favorite spot to do to do our gig, though. Really? Yeah. Love the Tech Mart. Love great it. service, great people, great parking. It's good. Sign up for the event tonight at robblack.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. The Detroit Tigers in the news today. They've produced the biggest percentage markup. For tickets to their home openers. Ticket to their April 5 game against the New York Yankees, $41.44. Average resale price, $202.84. It's a 389% increase. Mr. CFP himself, Mr. America, Chad Burton, how are you? I'm doing well. How do you feel about the old markups? The people who buy the tickets for 40 bucks and sell them for 200 bucks. Good business if you can do it. Yeah, it's funny going to games and you see some of the same people outside trying to resell tickets. Um, but when you see those people, it, it, somebody's, somebody's making the money, not those people that are out slinging the tickets outside the game, right? The average face value ticket for an Orioles, Baltimore Orioles, opening day ticket, 60 bucks, reselling for $237. That's a 291% gain. Um, Boston, Philly, Cincinnati Reds, all seeing these massive markups. And then on Groupon, you can get two-for-one to the Florida Marlins. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. You have to pay me to go to the Florida Marlins. How about if you were on vacation? Would you go? Um, 
I don't know. If I'm on vacation, it depends on where I'm at. I sit through. I love baseball. I played baseball. Okay, sure. I just can't sit through an entire game. I just can't do it. It's too slow. I don't know. I'm too impatient. I'd rather be skydiving than sitting. In Even a with game. your family. Yeah. Well, I think kids have a tougher time sitting through an entire baseball game than I would. Kids are there for the candy and the food. Yeah, I know, but that lasts only so long, and then you get the stomachache. And you also get the sunburn. <laughs> That's true. I'd rather get the sunburn at the beach. I'm with you. What do you think about the recent Olive Garden receipt, maybe fake story, where a three-year-old daughter said that her father, her grandfather, had lost his house and had burned down, and the manager basically comps everything for free. And then what we learned, the receipt's posted on the Internet, and we learned it's all a fake. This is a Facebook thing? Well, it's not so much a Facebook thing, but it's a Facebook viral thing, a YouTube right. thing, an Instagram thing. Repost if you like. Repost crap. if you like. So it's it's advertising for Olive Garden that's fake. They they create a fake story. Now, like, I don't know if I could trust anything anymore. Mm. <laughs> I mean, someone's getting fired over that ad campaign slip. Well, did what about the the was it a was it a Ford one? I can't remember what it was, which showed. Um, yeah, it was Ford. That was pretty bad. The Kardashians that and was, bondage in the back. Right. Right. I kind of like it. If I could fit three big women in the trunk of my car... See, that's the, that's the thing about the false advertising. I don't think you could have fit them back there. Okay. That's, you weren't upset by the bondage. They have some you, junk you think in the it was trunk. more of a false They have some drunk, junk in the trunk, so I don't think you would have got them on, in the trunk. Yeah. And who's creepy guy in the front seat? What was the French... Who was it? Prime Minister. Yeah, there you go. Sarkozy. Sorry. Uh, yeah, some, some odd things. Yeah, someone probably got fired over that local advertisement. <laughs> yeah. So... Yes, indeed. So it's talking about brand. You know, right there, Olive Garden has a brand that I think is ruined. Not that you would ever catch me in an Olive Garden. See, I haven't even heard about it. I don't think it'll be ruined over it. But, but have you ever gone to an Olive Garden? Yeah. Really? It's, I, you, you like know, the, every, the last couple times I go there with sticks? Kids, kids definitely like that, and the salad as well. But still, it's, it's, a, it's an expensive place to take a family. Yeah. They've changed their image. I don't know if you know this, but they're, they're trying to tone down the Italian angle. And they're they're going from white to black and changing some of their menu items. So I don't know. Yeah, just throwing it out there for you. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> this is this is interesting because the idea of paying down a mortgage that we've talked about before. Okay. And I think you and I both agree. There's a great article on Morningstar.com. Uh, is it wise to pay extra on a mortgage at today's low rates? And I think you and I both agree that when you're younger, especially when money is this cheap. You don't pay down your mortgage quickly. You, you know you're borrowing money at a historically low interest rate. So put the least amount you can into your mortgage and the most that you can into your 401ks and your Roth IRAs and everything else. Right. But it's becoming an issue for older people because people are refinancing at very very low rates, but their tax deductions are also going down, and then they're looking at their bond portfolios. And if you look at a chart, and I'll show one tonight too at the event where. The and where would that event be? At TechMart. TechMart? Yes. In Santa Clara. Yep. 6.30 to 9. Come meet CFP Chad Burton. All about Mr. retirement America. planning. And basically, rates are, are less than half of what they were prior to 2007. We looked at where rates were on the 10-year Treasury in 2000, just before the crash, where they are now. It's very tough as a fixed-income investor. So people are looking now, if you're a retired person, and you're saying, I've got high-yield bonds that have given me double-digit returns, I've got double-digit returns across the board the last couple of years in several bond funds. And now I've got a mortgage that I've already paid down to like $150,000. They're no longer getting a tax deduction for it because it's mostly principal that they're paying because they're far enough into the loan. 
one of the ways they can improve their cash flow is take the gains in their bonds and just pay off their mortgage. And that works when you're close to or in retirement as long as you can still itemize your deductions. It's making sense for a lot of people, especially when they're looking at ways to, to improve cash flow without taking more risk in the bond market. Um, it's tough, Rob, because, I mean, they'll, you know, we used to talk about the 4% rule when you retire at 65. What's the 4% rule? You can take much 4% money? of your portfolio so that you can adjust for inflation every year, and, and 4 to 5% is kind of the safe zone. That's being retested these days because the 4 to 5% rule really kind of came out in the late 80s, early 90s, where bond rates were much higher than they are now. So people are not going to get the types of returns they got in bonds the next 10 years as they had as they've received in the last 10 years. With that said, I don't think there's any right answer. It's, it's definitely an individual basis. I mean, when people ask that question, I have to look at the tax return. I have to look at the, what their adjusted gross income is. I've got to look at what this, their itemized deductions are, whether they hit AMT, those different types of things. That's why your financial advisor has to be able to work with your tax person and run some models and see what's right. My mother has a great pension because my father wrote <clears throat> left her with <clears throat> said great pension. Mm-hmm. So she's got a great cash flow. So she doesn't have a lot saved. My dad didn't save that much. My dad didn't earn that much in his lifetime. He was a military dude with six kids. And six mm-hmm. kids will drain your income budget quickly. Um, but her pension could pay a mortgage easily. So yeah. she's always kept that mortgage. My mom's 75 plus years old. She's probably 78 now. Uh, still has a 30-year mortgage. Yeah, it doesn't have to pay it off. Rules have changed. It used to be paid off in your lifetime. Not so much now. Service it is okay for some people. Paid off is great for others. Yeah, and there's some people that, you know, they get into retirement and their income's so low they don't really pay taxes anyway, so that mortgage isn't even helping their deduction. And if they need better cash flow, maybe it's a, you know, the reverse mortgage where you go get a reverse mortgage to pay off your $150,000 remaining loan because you want to stay in the house and you want to improve your cash flow. You want to have a better way of life. So there's always different options out there. Big event tonight. Come meet CFP Chad Burton, financial planner to America. Come meet me, Rob Black, America's favorite financial radio grouch. Wealth Preservation Retirement Planning event tonight, TechMart, 6.30 to 9. TechMart is in Santa Clara. It's all about retirement issues, diversification, tax reduction strategies. Free to sign up. A couple seats left at robblack.com. Specific licensing information. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and mo. Mo money, mo money, mo money, mo. Do you remember the whole mo money? Yeah, what is that from? Uh, mo money, mo money. Uh, Damon Wayans. Oh yeah, yeah, the In Living Color. In Living Color. Yep. Thank you, Homie Where? the Clown. Homie, don't play that game. I was trying to explain to my kids who Fire Marshal Bill was the other day. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Jim Carrey used to be funny. He used to be funny, and that's the thing. I don't know what happened to the guy because now he just overacts. 
Uh, my 13-year-old saw that uh, magician movie where it's Kurt him and Wonderstone, Steve Carell. Yeah. yeah. I said, so who was funnier, Carell or, or uh, Carrie? He said, Carell, by far. Really? Yeah. I would want my $6 back or $7 back. If I <laughs> <laughs> Lucky. Let's say I had a gift card from Christmas, so it was good. Let's say I'm hypothetically drunk, like it could happen in fantasy world, and I were to somehow pay for that movie... Why does your water bottle look like it's full of scotch right now? Scotchy, scotch, scotch in my belly, 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 belly. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel kind of bad it's about good this Thursday. whole... Thursday. I feel bad about this whole water bottle thing. It says Kirkland on it. Mm-hmm. So the gas station that I buy it from is going to... Costco. Costco to buy water. And that's kind of... I find that surreal. Yeah, smart. Trying to make... They don't make any money off gas, that's for sure. Okay, so the gas station guy now is is lugging it over... You a Costco guy? Yeah. Three kids. I'm a Costco guy. What do you get at Costco? A lot of beef jerky. Um, God. They're, uh, at least the one where, by where I live, they have actually really good steaks. So a lot of, a lot of healthy snacks. Like the they, have really, they have really good steaks. They do. They have really good steaks. I so don't believe you. They do. Someone has to call in and confirm this. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516. <laughs> has good steaks. Keep in mind, you started the conversation with beef jerky. Yeah. And then you end with good steaks. They don't. Go I like. Steak. They don't my go the same protein. Pair. It's all I eat is protein. Do you ever do turkey jerky? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Turkey jerky. They don't do the pepper jerky anymore. I don't know where that went. I'm a you know bit. what's really good too is a little. Everyone can grapefruit Chad pepper jerky. They'll make it at home for you. No, that's just what I want. <laughs> Please pepper un- jerky from the neighborhood. Just dog. wrapped in tin foil. That's how I like it. <laughs> Um, oh, what was your next question, or was it your next uh, product that you were talking about? Product? Oh, the little uh, pink grapefruit, things of uh, pink grapefruit. I have no clue what you're talking about. Oh, okay, so let's talk about something financial. Let's talk about women in long-term care. You know what's interesting about Costco as an investment? <laughs> what's that? Um, their membership fees? Yeah, people have membership fees even after they're dead. Like oh. It's one of those things that... So basically, Costco's cashing dead grandma social security check. Is that what you're trying Pretty to say? Pretty much so. That's genius. It is genius. It's a good business <laughs> like model if you can get into it. You know Costco sells coffins? Do they really? Yeah. Discount I've never it, noticed that. Uh, so. Is it in the magazine or is it just online? Probably online is my guess. Wow. So. Great idea. I know. I think it should almost be illegal to have coffins. I mean, the amount of space it takes up and then eventually what's going to happen to the cemeteries? It's going to be a poltergeist situation. Maybe we should make it more organic so it turns into like a farm... Fruit, vegetables. Compost. Compost. There you go. Let's, let's merge those two business ideas together. You know that I have you as the executor, and my wish is to be buried in the backyard. <laughs> and if you don't grant my wish, I will come back to haunt you. <laughs> so anyway, um, health care costs. You're talking about women and long-term care. What is long-term care, LTC? Well, I mean, first, if we go back, this is one of the biggest issues. When you ask retirees what they're most concerned about right now, it's the health care costs. Uh, it's almost a full-time job once you go into retirement to figure out what your insurance is. Um, you've got you get Medicare Part A, Medicare Part B, you pay for out of your Social Security check, and then you got to get a Medigap coverage and then a, a, a Part D, which is your prescription drug. And there's all different all these different options that are out there now. And when you read into it, you realize that okay, well, if I'm 75 years old, I fall, break a hip, or I get Alzheimer's or whatever, and I need to go into a assisted living, a nursing home, or I need to have home health care. There's really no coverage past, say, like a 30-day period. 
And so people start saying, okay, well, my mom, they got Alzheimer's. She, she had Alzheimer's. She was in a nursing home for five years before she passed and spent 70 grand a year. And that cost is increasing by about 5%. So you look at long-term care insurance. And the right age to start shopping is around 55, 60. And so if you're fully maxed out, you're, you're on track for retirement, you've saved enough, you're saving enough to meet your goals, and you have some extra income to, to deal with that risk, you look at long-term care insurance. Well... Now, uh, and this was started really by Genworth, is they're, they're looking at this and saying, like you and I talk about all the time, Rob, women are living longer. They're outliving men. And women are also making more claims on long-term care. So they're jacking the rates and doing gender-specific long-term care insurance. So in the last year, long-term care insurance costs um, have gone up drastically. So if you've been looking at buying it, you should probably get it now before these rates kick in. Um, but first you were getting, if, if a husband and wife came in and bought long-term care insurance, they would get 25% discount. That has gone away, and now they're going to in- increase rates on women. So it's harder and harder to retire these days, and now a lot of people are going to be priced out of the market for long-term care insurance, which means they have to save more or work longer so that they have enough assets if they need help later in life. Or hire me to come to your house and change your mom's diapers. There you go. That's robblack.com. Should we declare war on women <laughs> since they're jacking up LTC rates? Just for themselves so far. So we got, Let's see what we got going on. we got war on old people because they don't pay income taxes, property taxes in the state of California, Prop 13. we got war on women because they're jacking up LTC costs. Who else can we start a fight with? Children? Hmm. Yeah, they're expensive. They are. They're very expensive. Pre-pre-preschool. If you have a teenager, it already feels like there's war declared in your home. You still having problems? No, I don't have problems. Yeah, we have a commercial. I've got a straight A student. He's awesome. We've got a commercial about problem children taking your child back with discipline. You should get that that product. I've, I've you know I've heard that. I think that ad has been on the air as long as you have. It's been a while. Yeah, it's funny because uh, I was talking yesterday at that big KDOW Business Expo with someone, and they're like, you know that ad for the real estate guys. It's been on the air for 14 years. The same ad? Same ad. That Maybe you're even wondering if you could still make money in real estate. What's funny about it is <laughs> it went through a real estate bust, a real estate boom, a real estate bust, and a real estate boom. Man, it's still relevant. <laughs> it's still relevant. But it's funny when you meet these people in person, they're not like, I'm an old guy. Like, they don't even sound like their radio voices anymore. <laughs> that commercial's that old. 14, 14 years of the same promotion. That's called keeping it fresh. That's why you and I are going to have the same pictures on our websites when in 15 years from now. I like my picture on the website. It's good. Good job. I've got orange hair. <laughs> carrot top. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Speaking of uh, artificially preserved, carrot top. So health care job costs. Um, long-term care, what's it cost per year? Um, you know, if you start... Shopping when you're younger in the 55 to 60, you can do you know around 250 bucks a month. Um, it's expensive and it's kind of painful to, to pay for because it's one of those things where you just you keep shoving the money out the door, and you may not ever use it. You may die before you you know get it back. There are some policies out there where they're very expensive and and there's death benefits to them, but they're almost not worth it. You know, almost it's almost like buy term and invest the difference. So. Um, the thing is, is that different ages, you get uh, tax deductions and credits for the premiums that you pay on it. 
So there is some tax benefits to buying the long-term care insurance because the government realizes that most of these people. So if you go in, half the people that are in nursing homes today are on Medicaid. Half of the people. And Medicaid is a poverty program in California. It's called Medi-Cal. That's the system that's breaking the government's back in terms of debt is Medicare, Medicaid, uh, and then comes Social Security. Those are the things. And, and our population is aging rapidly. So the problem is going to get worse. Everybody talks about sequestration and all these cuts and other issues. That's not the problem. You could freeze those expenses. You can't it's, – it's tough to do anything with the Medicaid program because of our aging population, our demographics are going to make it real tough. I would agree with that. Um, I've got a family member who came into some money. Their family, the husband and wife, are 72 and 70 years old. And for the last year, they're like, we came into money. We hit, we hit it big. We're going to give it to our family. And then they announced last week, we're jumping into an old folks home. Four, $400,000 to buy into a condo, two-year wait. Yep. And then it's, what is it, like um, $90,000 a year. But it's an elderly It's community. comprehensive. It's comprehensive. Right. It, it'll eventually do their long-term care for them. Right. Um, but $90,000 a year for the couple. Um, you get to play chess. You get a gym. You get a pool. I'm like, you get a certain amount of meals per day, too. You can buy in different rates. Some people love that lifestyle. There are several in the Bay Area yeah. where you actually have to um, be on a wait list and put down three or $400,000. Yeah. This is $400,000 put down. Now, so, so the wealth that they're going to give their kids, they just basically said, don't count on it. Well, there's some willing effects to it in terms of what's left over in some cases. Um, but it, it's, it's, you know, the average person in retirement spends $250,000 on ancillary medical costs from the date they retire at 65 to when they die at the average age of 86. Yeah. Between copays, dentists, um, medical insurance costs, and all the things that are out of pocket, $250,000. And people are retiring with three hundred grand. What I love about that story that I just threw out there, they told their kids, don't count on the money that we promised you. We've changed our mind. But you're not going to have to but you're not going to have to wipe my butt one day. And that's what's important to a lot of people. There you go. I mean, you ask them, do you want your kids to take care of you or do you want um, you know, the the pride in the way that you want to live the last part of your life? We'll talk about Japan when we come back as things are changing there. Come meet Mr. America CFP himself Chad Burton tonight. Techmart Center, Wealth Preservation Retirement Planning Event. Sign up at robblack.com. Listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome in, Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Sitting with me today, Mr. America, CFP Chad Burton. How did you get the title, Mr. America? Was that all? A beauty contest, a well, weightlifting contest. It's a long story. I walked in this morning, and that's what you called me. So, <laughs> the end. The end. Once upon a time, there was a princess. The end. Um, yeah, I like getting straight to the point. So, healthcare costs up. Long-term care. We talked about that. Retirement issue. Mm-hmm. You save your whole life, 
And then from age 75 to 85, you kind of lose your health and you just kind of whittle away your wealth. So hopefully you have some there. Um, one of the ways to create wealth versus whittling it away via healthcare is what we talked a lot about yesterday, dividends. You know what we didn't talk about that we should talk more about that we never talked about? Because I just don't find it sexy is preferred shares. Yeah, you know, and part of the reason I don't talk about it a lot is a lot of the preferred shares tied to financial institutions. And really until recently, I wanted to avoid pretty much any financial institution until you realized how much exposure U.S. banks had to what's going on in Europe. Yeah. Because I think we're not going to get through the summer without what's happened in Cyprus happening in other banks, whether it's Italy, whether it's France or whatever. The problem over there is, is that you know, they're, they're kicking the can down the road. They're dealing with the problems. They're reorganizing the debt. But they're austerity measures. And there's no growth. There's no plan for growth in those areas yet. Now, you can still invest because there's a lot of companies over there that have been beaten down to very attractive levels that sell 60% outside of Europe. Right? They have revenues diversified. Um, Siemens? You know, that's one. SAP? The, you're, you're giving the, some of the examples out there. Nest, Nestle? N-E-S-T-L-E. Nestle makes the very best. See, that's the thing is that you look at your – even when I invest in dividend-paying stocks, uh-huh. I like – U.S. companies that have, you know, 50% of their revenue outside the U.S. Pepsi. That's an example. McDonald's Intel. is another example. Um, a lot of these companies, though, besides something like an Intel, are trading at all-time highs. Can I get you on the record of Pepsi's genius behind making the Dorito Locos? It's a Dorito that tastes like a taco that tastes like a Dorito. And... They give them to Taco Bell to shove into their tacos. Well, that's that's generation two. This is third generation. Yeah. Generation one was the Dorito. Generation two was the Dorito-inspired taco shell at um, Taco Bell. Right. Generation three is now a Dorito that has become a taco-tasting Dorito. It scares me a little bit. What's generation four going to be? Causes, that could cause cancer. I don't know. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> Pepsi, big advertiser and radio. <laughs> I'm selling. Could cause I'm cancer. <laughs> Doritos. We're kidding. Super Bowl We're advertisement kidding. could cause cancer. That's a good warning that should be on all foods. Could oh. cause cancer. <laughs> Pretty much good, right? Anything good. Who knows? Hey, my ex, Cindy, had she had a tattoo that said could cause cancer, I would have stayed away. But no tattoo. I got involved. Did you sue for lack of disclosure? You know where she is now? <laughs> I don't know if I want to know. Okay, I'll tell you. All right. All right. <laughs> 800-516-1220. 800-516-1220. You liked her at the time, right? Yes. That's, that's the funny thing about exes. Well, everybody puts on a face when they're around other people, so you never know what they're Ooh, like. Now you're talking about faces that people put on. Yeah. So what's the real Chad Burton look like? <laughs> Are you ugly on the inside? I'm green. Pretty on the I outside. get really angry and green. So, you know, that's kind of I interesting. Will save the we world. Talk a little bit about that, because I met some people yesterday at the Financial Planning Expo that... Honestly, they're not financial planners. On the outside, they look like financial planners, but they're like ex-insurance people. They're truck drivers. They're like, do you really know the finan- people are recruiting for things like multi-level marketing there yesterday? Oh, I, that's not good there. <laughs> I'm a, I'm I'm going to start up a multi-level marketing company. I've decided. You will get rich and uh, hurt other people along the way. And it's going to be a, a power drink for people. That has zero sugars, nothing but energy, and no calories, and it's just gonna be like water with like green dye in it or something. <laughs> it's gonna be called Hulk juice. 
Hulk smash. Um, no, but let's talk a little bit about that. How do you pick a financial planner? We don't have a lot of time, but I'm really nervous, Chad. I meet a lot of people in this industry, and you don't really know what you're getting into. Like, for instance, we talked to a woman yesterday that has a financial planner that hasn't touched her account in three years. Hasn't touched her account in three years. Now, that's kind of, I would say, irresponsible, but what if you fall? I, I don't know. What, do you see where I'm trying to go with this? Get to know your financial planner. Get to know, like, you go snowboarding. There's, there's that, a whole that bunch bothers of, me. <laughs> there's a whole bunch of questions you can ask it. I want to be practicing abacus work and not snowboarding. I, I know. I do need to brush up on my abacus sna- uh, skills. Snails. Skills. Snails? <laughs> Feels like it's Friday already. So we got a big event tonight. What do, we, what do we want to talk about that about? Well, and we can talk a little bit about this next hour. It's really the process that you go through. People have assets. They're wondering if they have enough to retire. And how do you go through the process of allocating those assets in the right place? People talk about asset allocation, but it really starts with your expenses. It goes into a review of the tax return and where your investments are held, what your automatic taxes are, and then how much you're supposed to take out of your IRAs and how do you you've got you've got to be retired for 35 years and people go into this thing and they they try to go for the lowest taxes possible for the first couple of years and then their taxes explode and so we teach people how to do it the right way. Do you remember the song Once Bitten Twice Shy? Mhm. I don't know what I'm throwing out about that but SP 500 is about to hit a record high again. Again? Again. We'll see if it can break through. Yesterday volume was about what 60% of normal. Good Friday. It's basically yep. a nine-day nine day holiday. There's spring break. It's Good Friday. Trading volume is going to be pretty ah, low. Spring break. Back when we were young, that actually meant something. Now I'm just waiting to die. Come meet CFP Chad Burton tonight. Great America Parkway. Tech Mart. Great parking. Great location. You should hold your business events there. Um, we're going to be talking financial planning, wealth preservation, retirement planning. I'm going to talk about the economy, some stocks that I own, and why I own them. Chad and I are going to disagree a little bit. Um, I want to see financials lead in the second quarter. I want to see tech catch up. This is Rob Black and Your Money on the Wall Street Business Network. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, much, much more. Anything you want to talk about, you can talk. We can talk about as long as it's tied towards something towards money. You can talk about credit cards. You can talk about credit scores. You can talk about buying a home, using points on a mortgage or not. Real quick, I got CFP Chad Burton, Mister America. Chad, have you ever used points when buying a mortgage or using a mortgage? Are you a points guy or not a points guy? Um, gosh, I think I did on my very first home when rates were a little bit higher. Okay. Um, you know, it, you got to remember too if it's a refinance that when you if you if it's an original purchase, typically the points are deductible. So right now, I mean, rates are so very very low. I don't know. It, it I guess it dep- It very much depends on the situation. Um, on a refinance, you always got to remember, though, that when you do pay points, it's that those points are deductible over the life of the loan. You don't get that immediate deduction like when you purchase. So it, it depends on your situation. It really does. Okay. Do you know the Rorschach test? It's the – I'll, like, draw – Oh, what does this represent? What, what yeah, what's, what, like? what's this look like to you? 
kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Let's do that, but let's do it with keywords. Oh, okay. You and I are going to be at an event tonight. Financial planning retirement seminar. It's going to be at the Tech Mart in Santa Clara, 630 to 9. Wine served? Yes. Don't tell anybody, though. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Cheese. <laughs> can, can they bring their own bottle? Oh, should we charge a corking fee? <laughs> no, don't bring your own bottle. That would be awesome, a corking fee. <laughs> when you say don't bring your own bottle, does that mean bring your own bottle? No, don't bring your own bottle. Like, if you ever, if you, you have kids, so you understand this. Like, you'll say, like, don't kiss daddy on the lips. You know, like, come kiss daddy on the lips. Like, you get what you want by doing the negative. Mm. So you're saying, don't bring your own bottle tonight. Santa Clara Tech Mart. <laughs> okay, Rorschach test. I'm going to play part of the therapist. We're going to get through the whole money things so that people can now move forward. I'm going to say a word. You give me a reaction. It's kind of like James Lipton. I'm scared. What's your favorite dirty word? <laughs> um, <laughs> allowance. Oh, boy. Allowance. I'm not asking to spell it. Just what's your reaction to the word? Consistency. Be consistent with allowance. If you're going to pay your kids, be consistent with what they do in terms of what they do to get it and how much and how often you give it to them. College. Secondary. Um, Secondary because make sure you're planning for your own retirement because that is something that once you get to a certain age – some people are forced into retirement, and so you have to make sure that you're taking care of yourself first because kids, I worked my way through college. Um, there's nothing wrong with it, and for some reason, a lot of people think that uh, that their kids shouldn't have to. Budgeting. Uh, so many tools out there. Mint.com, LearnVest. There's no reason why you shouldn't know what you spend on a quarterly basis and how it compares to the quarter before. There's There's no excuses. Just takes some time. Once you get some of these sites set up, you spend, you know, an hour or two a week for a couple months, and then after that, it learns your spending. It categorizes things for you. Um, the only time that you have to really go in and, and do some maintenance is if you take out cash from the ATM. You got to say what what did you spend the cash on, or you can simply say I typically spend sixty bucks a week or whatever it is, um, or if you write checks, which I don't know why people write checks anymore. You just pay online. It's actually safer. Income. Um, if you're behind in retirement, your focus should not be on what's the next best stock that you're going to pick to get you to retirement because there's no silver bullet. If you're 50 years old and you're behind on savings, you should be focused on how you can increase your income and get into a job that you can work until you're 70 because you need to delay Social Security until you're 70. You're going to need to get into a position that your body can handle, like if you're in construction and you're behind you're not going to be able to do that when you're 65 years old. Credit. Uh, guard it, because your credit has to do with everything. The rates that you pay on loans, the rates that you pay in certain insurance products, your ability to get in certain insurance products. Um, so your credit affects not only things that you can buy on credit, which you probably shouldn't be anyways if your credit's bad, but also other things that you pay for, like insurance. Female DJs. Female DJs. That's just sad. Mortgage. Uh, mortgage, the only good leverage. It's the only way that you can. Uh, the only reason why real estate keeps up with stocks in the long run is because of the leverage of the mortgage. Real estate. Beautiful asset to accumulate. Life insurance. It's to protect. It's not an investment. It's to protect your heirs. So people that sell life insurance as an investment, it doesn't work for 99% of the population. So don't buy it. 
rental insurance? Uh, very important. I mean, you've got a lot of assets and you're renting, then you need to protect those assets from theft and things like that. Economist. Uh, trouble making decisions. <laughs> That's pretty much what an economist is. Well, if this happens, then that could happen. But if this happens, like, economists are typically very bad at predicting what's going to happen. Automobiles. Depreciating asset. Taxes. You actually, when did you write all these down? Just now? Taxes? Um, necessary but evil. <laughs> Taxes. Minimize them. Be tax-efficient investor, tax-efficient income plan in retirement. Long-term care. Another necessary evil. Um, you get to be 75 years old, 60% chance you're going to spend some time in a nursing home. Average stay is three years, and that average cost is about $250,000. ETF or mutual fund? Both. So ETFs are exchange-traded funds or mutual funds that trade like a stock. They're basically index funds in most cases. Um, I love them for my U.S. large cap and my U.S. mid cap. Uh, but I prefer managed mutual funds for my emerging markets, my international, and my small cap. Asset allocation. I feel I'm, I'm, I'm playing the part of James Lempton here. Yeah, really. But, uh, it's getting, kind of, getting kind of old. Allocation. <laughs> no, no, it's great. Asset allocation, um, <clears throat> I think it's very misunderstood. I think a lot of listeners will say, what's the right assets to be in? I'm going to always be in the right asset, and then I'm going to win. I'm going to beat the market. Asset allocation means you, you accumulate different types of assets to do well at different times. So typically a well-asset-allocated portfolio is going to, uh, if, the, if you have a year where the market's just kicking butt and the S&P 500 is the best place to be, like this last quarter where international stocks lagged for the first quarter in quite a while, um, it means you're, you're always keeping up with the market, but in the bad years, you typically outperform. Death. Certain. Retirement. Um, tough. It's tough for a lot of people to achieve these days. Bond. James Bond. <laughs> Shaken, not stirred. So there you go. That's a step by step. Every financial word explained. Did uh, I pass? I, I think so. I think there was some value in that segment. Good. So let's get some calls. Let's get some questions. Oh, you're kind of lonely in here. Eight hundred scaring me. Eight hundred five one six. Should I leave? No, no. You do the Chad Burton show. I feel like I just feel under a spotlight today. The Chad Burton show. Talking about a sleep aid. If you want a sleep aid, too, check out the webinar on the on the new Focus Financial site. It'll put you to sleep after about 40 minutes. 800-516-1220. Come meet Chad and myself tonight at the Tech Mart in Santa Clara. You can sign up for the event. You need to sign up for the event. No walk-ins at robblack.com. Listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM twelve twenty KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome in, Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black. I refer to this show as the dental chair of financial media. I don't want to be here. How are you, Chad? 
Very well. Think about changing my name to Rupric. Really? Rupric Black, your money. I like it. It's catchy. It's catchy. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Alan in San Mateo. Alan, and for the record, people can call the show 800-516-1220. Go ahead, Alan. Hey, how you doing? I'm okay at best. Good. Uh, uh, just a question for you and or Chad. Um, so where where can you put three years of safe money it seems like, and get, you know, keep it safe and still get maybe something out of it besides, you know, 0.1% or yeah, yeah. Um, great place to look is bankrate.com. You can do a search for money markets. Um, got larger accounts, for example, you can go to CIT Bank, and you can get 1% right now on your money. And that's totally liquid. Um, what do you want safe money for? What do you want three years of safe money for, Alan? Uh, well, just um, a question. So... Not necessarily for me now, but a friend of mine has actually he's just decided he's got enough money. He's going to quit working and um, he wants three years of you know money that so he doesn't have to draw on his equities at any you know when he, when the equities are down. So he wants three years of money that's just there. So he's his as he he must have been to one of our events before. I don't well, I don't know if he he has. I know that I have. I don't know that he has per se. But so I coming heard. out tonight, Alan. But he, needs to, he probably needs to. No, no, I'm not, because Rob said not to. <laughs> that's fair. So uh, he said, he said, if you've been there, don't, don't go again. So I said, okay, well, that's fine. Plus, you kind of got some other things going on. It's kind of a hassle to get down there from San Mateo down there at rush hour. Time. It Al- can be. Yeah. Alan, do you ever have a single thought that originates in your brain? What's that? <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. You ask for a call, and then you're mean to the callers. I'm not being mean. But that is why people listen. So, Alan, thanks for the call. Um... So here's the deal with save money. The you know a working person needs six to twelve months of emergency reserves in cash. Um, if you're in a sales job that you tend to jump around a lot, and because that's a lot of like the tech sales jobs, people end up at places for two or three years and then they shift. Those are the type of people that need more like a year. Um, but for most families, six six months is okay. But when you get to retirement, cash is king during corrections. So what you have to do is calculate what is my automatic income, like Social Security and pensions, and what do I need each year, which is your total, you know, how much do you need to cover everything, taxes, insurance, and everything else. So what you need is three years' worth of your portfolio draw. And so, for example, at the event, I go over a situation where somebody needs $125,000, they're getting $25,000 from Social Security, so they're going to take $100,000 a year from their portfolio. They need $300,000 in safe money. Um, and you use dividends and interest to feed that safe money, but the safe money gets you through the every, you know, three out of ten years are bad in the market. So you need that safe money for the bad times. And with interest rates at a historical low, it's tough to hold on to it because no, nobody's earning anything. So you have to use things like online FDIC-insured banks like CIT Bank. You go to bankrate.com, you can find it. Um, inside your brokerage account, you could call your Schwabs, your TDs, your uh, and ask them what they can get for six and uh, month CDs, for example, um, because inside a brokerage account, a lot of people don't realize you can buy FDIC-insured CDs from all, all around the country, even inside your IRA. So if we change the name of the show to Rupert Negro, will you be Lady Fanny so I can do the Rupert and Lady Fanny no, show? No, I'm not, not going to be Lady Fanny. Let's go to That's another, where I draw the line. Let's go to another call. And by the way, I think Alan was a relative of yours. He sounded a little slow. We're going to need to get is a bodyguard Vic, for you for this event. Is it Vicky or Victor? Hello? Hello? 
Oh, hi. I'm sorry. This is Vicki. Hi, Vicki. Hi. Uh, I just have a question. Um, my mom is 68 years old. She's retired on a fixed income. And unfortunately, you know, she's on Medicare, but she can't get Medi-Cal. Um, we're just concerned about all the expenses that we're starting to acquire now with her and just four daughters that we're all kind of helping her out. She does have a home, and if she were to sell it, she'd probably get about 100 k for it now. I'm just concerned about long-term care. We're looking into long-term care insurance, but uh, boy. I'm not sure if that's... It's probably not the right thing. So what's the, what's your mom's assets and income like? You say she just doesn't have much? She doesn't have that much. She's on a fixed income. My parents divorced, and now she gets like a, like $1,600 a month. Okay, but she's 65. She's 65, right? She's 68. 68. Is she good looking? Yeah. Just throw it out there. <laughs> Has she considered trying to get a job? I mean, 68 well, is not that old. She No. No, it's not that old, but she does have some mental health issues as well as some physical okay. issues. Okay. If so. she has no assets, um, she's going to qualify for Medicare or Medi-Cal. No, we've tried. Trust me. She, like, makes $300 over. She gets Medi-Cal assist. So, if, like, for example, she goes to the hospital and it's over $883, and Medi-Cal will jump in. Okay. So have you guys talked to an elder law attorney about this? Because she probably doesn't get it right now, but I mean, if you get to a point where she's going to need like a memory care facility, there's things yeah. that can be done. You need to find a good elder law attorney that specializes in Medi-Cal planning, okay. um, and there's certain types of income cap trusts and other things that can be done uh, to, to, to get to that point. Your mom's too old, and she's not going to qualify. If she's already having memory care issues, she's not going to qualify for long-term care insurance. That's not an option. Okay, well, that's good to know because we were going to try to research that some more and see if that can happen. But yeah, I was I mean, listening to you earlier, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so freaked out about this $250,000. <laughs> no, you'll, really, the, the eligibility, if somebody goes into a nursing home, it really comes down to – it does come down to income, but there's ways around that, and it comes down mostly to assets where you have to – you can protect a certain amount in the home, but other than that, she can only have $2,000 or less. Of assets, so it sounds like she's going to qualify if she gets to the point where she needs like a memory care full-time nursing home. And that's maybe it's okay. All right, so talk to an elder law attorney. Yep, you got it. All right, well, thanks for your help. You bet. Bye. Actually, this is this is going to be such a huge problem, Rob. I mean, people don't realize what our demographics are so and she, well, how honest, these things are going to be. Just honestly, what should she do? Just torquing our system. Should she get an extra job to help mom? Should she just let mom live with her? Like, no, well, there, what, again, what are the dirty options? The, the, the family's going to have to step in and help out, obviously, until she gets to that point where they can't care for her anymore, where she does need to go into the nursing home or the assisted living or, or whatever it may be. Uh, but she's going to uh, – and it's tough. The better way to qualify for something like Medi-Cal is to have enough assets to go in and at least pay for yourself for a while – in a facility that you like, and then eventually qualify for Medicare after you go off private pay. Okay. Just to go just into a Medi-Cal-based facility, it's not its not great. It's not how you want to live your life. Come meet Mr. America tonight, CFP Chad Burton. He actually has a belt and a crown. You can find him tonight at the Tech Mart in Santa Clara, talking about preservation retirement planning with me. People like Vicky, you're perfect. You know, if it's not your issues, it's your parents' issues. You're grasping what we're talking about, and knowledge is power. So come learn about wealth preservation, retirement planning, and the elder latter stages of 
wealth accumulation is where you should be thinking. Sign up at robblack.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Going to be at the Santa Clara Tech Mart tonight. Got a couple seats available. Wine, cheese, CFP, Chad Burton, Mr. America. I believe there will be a song performed. We will do a Pledge of the Allegiance to start the event. It's all about wealth preservation and retirement planning. Again, <laughs> how does this stuff come into your head? That's what everybody's wondering right now. I love it. Anyhow, um, yeah, I like these events. It's, it's nice to humanize both you, me, as well as the audience, because we don't get to see them, and they're afraid of me. So when they actually do come out, they learn that I'm soft and cuddly. And you love hugs, I do love especially um, from the people that are sneezing as they walk in. You know what's funny is today I, I, I deemed you to be Mr. America. Remember I, I once deemed you to be like the financial ninja? And like that stuck for a long time. <laughs> There's still, still a group page that never put anything on and called the financial ninja on Facebook. Is that right? <laughs> I think I had that before I was even using Facebook. So let's talk a little bit of um, what are we going to talk about tonight? You're going to talk pie charts. About how much pie you eat? Apple pie is my favorite. Yeah, I What's mean, favorite? what is your favorite pie? Granny Smith apples? Do you like uh, no, cinnamon apples? I say blackberry. Really? With some ice cream? Yeah. So fresh. I don't like apple pie. Why? Apples taste weird to me when they're after they're cooked. Okay. They're just the texture. I'm not a fan of it. And see, that's what I like about it. Good. Okay. Shut your pie hole. Exactly. Exactly. Now at the event, um, people, God, it's so amazing. You know, something like. The average amount of assets that people have saved up for retirement right now, people that are basically baby boomers, is something like $49,000. That's not a lot of money. It's, it's horrible. It's, you know, and, and part of the problem with the lack of middle class growth that we have there here um, is because we have high youth unemployment, and it's going to continue to grow because people are not going to retire at 65. They're right. just not. They can't afford to do it. Bonds are not paying anything. CDs are not paying anything. So where seniors typically had 50 to 60% of their money is paying 2%. I was listening to Old Guy Radio yesterday, and I say that with loving respect. He talked about Social Security, Mm -hmm. and it was originally created in his words, and I don't know if this is true or not because I don't care to check the facts on this one, but Social Security was originally created as a job creator because it forced people to retire and stop working, and thus young people got jobs. Yeah, um, that's that's. I think that's part of it. I mean, it's a, something to fall back on. That's um, a weird concept. We'll pay you not to work. Yeah, back then it was created. What, there was something like twelve workers, or twelve workers for every retiree on it. Yeah. And now there's something like six retirees for every worker. So I, I don't have the facts in front of me, but that's how reversed we are. That's what the demographics. Let me let me correct the facts for you. Three out of four workers make up seventy five percent of all workers. <sighs> that might be about ninety percent true. Nine nine times out of ten. <laughs> 
So, anyways, um, the, sh- the first part of the event in terms of the cost of retirement. Every time you say the word event, it, can I please have a dun dun dun? Do I, have I said that a lot? You're saying the word event as if it's some sort of dramatic. It is. It's absolutely dramatic. The cost of retirement is shocking, though, and how you have to look at your expenses. It's so key because people say, here's what I spend, but then they forget about taxes because they have so much money in 401ks and IRAs. Shocking. They've got insurance. They've got health care costs that can be 855 bucks a month. That's, it's expensive to retire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I just want to die. That's, that's my new retirement plan. Yeah. You know, I've actually changed the story. You know, I tell the story about um, if, you want, if you don't have a retirement plan, buy a gun, go into a bank, shoot it, go to prison, three square meals. Mm-hmm. I've actually changed that story now to instead of doing that, embezzle money. Because white-collar crime has a better prison system than blue-collar crime. That's true. So if you don't save enough money for retirement, get a job, embezzle some money, go to jail, three square meals, gym, cable TV, air conditioning. I would suggest you maybe do a reverse mortgage or move to Arkansas before you try that route, but that's, that's a plan C. That'll work. But wait. <laughs> Again, blue-collar prison, no, no visits with a sweetie. White-collar prison visits with a sweetie. And you know what? There's a whole world of women who love prisoners. I want to tap into that world. There is probably. There's probably a website for that. There, trust me, there is. Oh, I told you I dated a girl in college, Emily. From prison? No, and her, I said, so what's your dad do for a living? <laughs> she goes, time. So she ultimately cheats on him with me because her dad, as he was getting out of prison, hooks up with his pen pal girlfriend. And his pen pal girlfriend had a son. So Emily cheated on me with pen pal girlfriend's son because her dad had that much influence in her life. You've had some tough relationships, Rob. I know. That's probably why you're so good at radio. I need a song. I need a country song sung about me. <laughs> I need Taylor Swift to write a song about me. We don't need Taylor Swift to write anything else at all. I need Taylor Swift to write a Taylor song Swift about me. Taylor Swift should go to Canada. Justin Bieber should go back to Canada. They should just hang out together there in Canada and stay there. Like she's no from, more border crossing. She's from like Pennsylvania or something. She like should that. go to Canada. You don't, you don't like so we should exile people to Canada. Yeah. Why not just North Dakota? It's kind of the same thing. All right, that's all right. That's good. Jeez, I'm going crazy out there at the lake. <laughs> good pull, Russ. I like it. So Ryan sends an email, and you can send me an email, Rob at internetguy underscore nineteen seventeen. A B at Comcast.com. Hey, Rob, I'm 32 years old. Why does it just say like 32 and a half? I'm 32 years old, long-time listener and a caller. I have a 529 plan for my 13-month-old son. My wife is an RN for Santa Clara County Valley Medical with pension. I'm in the sleep medicine business. What's that? What's that? Sleep medicine business. Uh, things like Ambien? Maybe he's got like a club and he hits people in the head. Go to sleep. We both max out our 401ks as well as our Roth IRAs. We currently put in $200 a month into the 529 plan. My 13-month-old recently, again, 13-month-old. So when he says he's 32, he should probably just give us the months, right? He should probably say, <laughs> Where are you going with 384 this? months old. Because his kid's one year and one month. So he's 384 months old. But his 13-month-old recently received $850 for his birthday. How is that possible? Grandma? Grandpa? I don't know. That's a lot of money. And what, what create, why, why 850? Why not just 1,000? Come on. That's a lot of money. What do you do with the cash for that? Well, in that situation, um, you can't put it into the 529 plan because you're technically being, you, you're getting a gift for a child, so you have to set up what's called a UTMA account. 
uniform transfer to Myers. Cyrus can catch him. Uh, no, but now that it's on your podcast, if the kid finds out when he's over 18 that he spent the money, he could sue him based on your podcast. You know what I would do as a parent? What's that? If someone gave my kid 850 bucks, I would spend it all. <laughs> We're going I'd to get, Vegas, I'd baby. get a big old TV. I'd oh, say, man. sorry you didn't get anything on your first birthday. It's a killer. Yep, yep. So you could open up another 529 plan that's a UTMA 529 plan. Oh, the same place. Put the money in there. And, you're uh, really sticking with that advice of, of treating it as gift money. And I am a fiduciary, Rob. I have to do that. Oh, what's a fiduciary? It means you're always acting in the best interest of the client and giving the most technical correct advice that you can. can, I, can and that's I, not his money. It's the child's money, and he's the custodian. So you have to set it up the right way. Can I break it down for you? I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> waiting for a rap or something. I, know, I, just, I just had a Dr. <laughs> Phil moment. Well, I want to break it down for you. <laughs> Your kid is an alcoholic. Um, no, no, no. Um, so kid, eight, five, okay, 529 plan. This is what I wanted to, where I wanted to go. I think 529 plans are pretty much so crap. I think a lot, it's oversold. It's, over, it's, it's Fidelity doing a commercial during the Super Bowl to get mom and dads to open accounts. Now, again, in his case, he's maxing out the pension he's doing, maxing out the 401k. Yeah, so he's, he's, he's right doing everything. For it. Yeah, he's yeah. right. He's, it's not crap for him. But the woman who lives out in Mountain House, in a house that she bought for $600,000 that's worth $100,000, um, she probably shouldn't be doing a 529 plan. She should probably be doing her own retirement plan. Right, because, I mean, getting that money pre-tax into the 401k and tax-free into a Roth as early as you possibly can is a much better idea because then you could help, you could you could reduce your funding once the co- the kid goes to college if you need to. Also, money in Roths and, and IRAs count so much less for things like financial aid. So you want to max out those items before you do a 529 plan. So it's really for people like in his situation. It's, it's perfect for a 529 plan. I've saved as much as I possibly can. I'm doing over 15% of my pay in various items. I'm maxing out all my taxable, uh, tax benefit type of accounts, and I've got extra cash flow to save money for, for my kid's college. Um, and then the other place for it is if you're a wealthy person, you're grandma, grandpa, and you're looking for places to put money where you can still control it, 529 plan. Uh, after five years, it's outside of your estate for estate tax purposes, but you still control the money. So if... Kid doesn't go to college, you can change it to another family member. You still do it. You promise with 529 plans? I am. Yep. In fact, I just got an email the other day. Website, youpromise.com. It's a way of tying your credit card to get mileage points without really using mileage points, but yeah. it goes into your kid's 529 plan. It's a great way to save money. So we've got one minute. Walk me through how you allocate retirement assets. In one minute? Yes. Uh, first, you have to look at expenses to make sure you're putting all this stuff in there, like taxes, insurance, charity. Is a kid going to come out of college and be on your couch? Are you caring for other people? What are really all your expenses? What are you going to pay Uncle Sam? What's inflation look like? Project that all forward. Um, and then before I, again, start looking at allocating investments. Ten seconds. I've got to look at your tax return, and then I'll talk more about what you look for on the tax return and how that goes into the asset allocation after the break. That segment brought to you by Milk and Magnesia. Always <laughs> a stomach good. Um, you meet Chad Burton tonight, Mr. America. He is a CFP, a certified financial planner. We're going to be doing a two-and-a-half-hour event. It'll change your life. You can sign up for it at robblack.com. It's at the Tech Mart in Santa Clara. It's Tech Mart in Santa Clara. Call the show, 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Thank you, Milk Magnesia.
You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeartRadio Station. Welcome into Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. We have wide open phone lines, hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, poke, poke, 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Chad, women and investing are different than men and investing. Different than... People who make 40000 80000 120000 Like, we're all different. And that's one of the things I don't like about financial media is you look at it and, like, you hear what you want to hear. Because, like, TV's not interactive. We don't actually see you on the couch. Radio's not – I'm not really sitting next to you in the car. Do you know where I'm going with this? Yeah, not really. You know, you get the whole women in investing thing, and it just, it's not – the investing part isn't that different. It's just the long-term planning piece of it. And we've talked about this, and we did a whole show on it. At times, I wish I were a woman because they have less heart attacks. They have fewer strokes. They never have problems with prostate. Yeah, it's – well, they live longer, but their health costs are going up. That's why we were talking about the <laughs> – I'm not even going to comment on that. Come on, that was top-notch no, funny. No, no, no. Russ, can you hear that? <laughs> Women have fewer heart attacks, they have fewer um, strokes, and they never have problems with their prostate. Like, I want to be a woman. I've got prostate issues. I've seen a couple of women that probably still have some problems with their prostate. <laughs> I'm not going there. <laughs> oh, uh, good God. You no, but we talked bubble. about, uh, was it last hour, how the long-term care insurance costs for women are going up by about 20 to 25% because they go into nursing homes more. Did you want to talk about identity theft, or what did you want to talk about? I'll save that for the Monday show. I got a great story of um, somebody that was email hacked. While you're telling this, I'm going to draw a picture of you. (laughs) All right, I'll just tell this now. This is why it's so important for people to number one change their email passwords constantly. If you have various accounts, don't use the same password for it, and keep an eye on what you know. Have make sure you've got the right. Software protection on your computers because most of the identity theft these days is not from you know paying bills online. It's what you email. Don't have specific account numbers in your email. Don't have your social security number in your email. So I get an email from a, what looked like from a client, and uh, this is what it said. It said, uh, "I have an urgent outstanding payment. I'd like to settle out with my attorney today in the amount of four thousand eight hundred fifty dollars." and would need you to wire transfer funds from my brokerage account to his account. Please kindly advice on this. Email me back to let me know if this would be possible today and what information you need to make the wire transfer out from my account. I can't take calls right now, but would constantly check my email for your response. Now, when I look at this email, it looks somewhat legit. However, they misspelled dollars. It's D-O-L-L-E-R-S. Um, they, the fact that they're saying I can't take calls right now, you know, no client, my clients, well, obviously, first of all, we're not going to wire money somewhere without talking to them. Everything was misspelled in this, but basically what happened is this person got their email hacked, and they saw some correspondence from me to the client from over a year ago. They searched that out, and they tried to contact the financial advisor, the money manager, to, to wire money out. We immediately contacted the police department and uh, the FBI, and actually said, okay, well, where do you want us to wire the money? The person hits us back with everything, Rob. They got Leland Nichols, J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, account number 183589. I mean, they gave every piece of information on where to wire the funds in uh, Texas. 
We called the authorities. They didn't really care because no money went, right? Right. And we thought, we thought, okay, hey, we beg these people on. You can go find them. You can track down their account. It happens so often. That was a really bad story. Let's go to Paul. <laughs> Paul's on the air. Paul. Yes, hello, Rob. Paul, let's see if you can top that awful story. Hello, Rob. I think you can. Yeah, he's, he's going to. Paul? Yes, hello, Rob. Paul, can yes. you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Paul, are you there? Yes, hello. Pick up your phone. Are hello? you on, are you on speakerphone? No, no, I'm not. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. I heard you the first time. What's your question, Paul? Yeah, okay, I was going to say that, hey, guys, uh, I love your show. Thanks so much. And uh, basically, I missed out on this entire stock market rally. I have got I got out when I was uh, down 12700 And uh, I have a, you know, approximately a million dollars in cash ready to invest, but uh, I'm fearful about uh, the market being too high. Where should I invest? Why, why are you fearful about the market? Has the market ever come to your house and stolen anything? <laughs> where, where do these fears come from? It's capitalism. Oh, well, we've had two breakdowns in the market in the last decade, so I'm not sure when the next one's going to happen. We have the housing bust as well. Are you, gonna buy, are you buying the market? No, not really. Not since, uh, Chad, help him here. Well, look, this is how you have to look at it, and let this be a lesson for investors out there, because when you feel like the market's not going to recover, it does. And you could have received dividends throughout this entire period of time. You need to have a dollar-cost averaging plan into the market to build the right type of portfolio. So dollar-cost average in. Let's go to Nancy. Nancy, how are you? Nancy, what's your question? Hey, I'm coming to your TechSmart seminar tonight. I'm a long-time listener. Um, wanted to find out how do I get my portfolio to you for review. Print it out and hand it to me. Okay. Yeah. Is that simple? Figure yeah. there's going to be a throng of people around you. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, if you want to email it, too, that's that's another good way to do it. Keep it paperless. Okay. But, uh, and is this Chad? This it is. Chad, not Rob. Okay. All right. I'll get you uh, I'll get you a hard copy, and we can follow up with the electronic. Thanks, Chad. I'll see you tonight. All right. Thanks. Your callers are there. See, when you're not mean to them, they will call, Rob. Paul was awful. He's afraid of the market. I'm afraid of a guy with an axe, <laughs> which is what really messed up about uh, you See, this is what we're not seeing. There's, there's not grand rotation from retail investors from bonds into stocks. It hasn't happened yet. I look at financials, and I'm, it can. I'm like, that's a nice sector to start with. One quick thing. In terms of market highs, stocks are cheaper now than in any other market high since the 80s. You have to have a long-term plan, you and just, there will be corrections. And you got, and that's they're normal and healthy. Right. So meet myself and Chad Burton tonight, Santa Clara Tech Mart. Probably the last chance to meet us tonight at Santa Clara Tech Mart. You can sign up for the event at robblack.com. Rob Black has a financial interest in the success of New Focus Financial. Percent, or if you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.